That's a line from the song Down the Dirt Road Blues, which we heard Charlie Patton singing there in a classic recording. I chose to play that song opening up the show today because I think it's just wonderfully evocative of the sort of collective American identity that we all share. And this is exactly the kind of thing that composer Eve Beglarian was in search of when she took a trip down the Mississippi River and wrote and recorded music inspired by that journey in a series of CDs called Songs from the River Project. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead, and I'm very fortunate today to have Eve Beglarian as my guest. We'll be featuring these songs from the River Project. Well, Eve, I'm going to ask you about how this wonderful journey came about. But first, I want to go right into this piece, I'm Worried Now, But I Won't Be Worried Long, which takes its title from that line in the Charlie Patton song. This is your traveling companion, Mary Rowell, performing on violin and guitar, and has a really wonderful backing track that is so evocative of water. Let's have a listen. This is off the first disc of the Songs from the River Project, I'm Worried Now, But I Won't Be Worried Long. Thank you. 
That was the piece I'm Worried Now, But I Won't Be Worried Long, off of the first disc, Songs from the River Project by Eve Beglarian. And uh, that was performed by Eve Beglarian and Mary Rowell on violins, electronics, electric guitar, and bass. Eve is my guest on Relevant Tones today. And Eve, I want to ask you about the electronic track on that piece. Uh, it was actually not recorded on the river. And I think it's so interesting. Composers like yourself, who are uh, inspired by everyday sounds, found sounds as, as we think of them, you may record something that you think is interesting, but then it, it could be years before you find the right environment or piece uh, for it. And uh, you know, the, the, this is so evocative of water. This is absolutely the right piece for it. But it actually wasn't recorded on the river. Where did you get these sounds? Uh- the piece actually starts with a sample of a recording I made in Beijing many years ago in a building that was newly built and none of the drain pipes were connected properly. So when you went into the ladies' room, there was this incredible symphony of water drops. And so that's what the tape part of the piece is made out of. And then the piece was written for Mary Rowell, who is my bandmate in uh, Brim, the River Project band that I've put together. And she had come to join me on various legs of the journey. And so the piece is sort of responding to this, all of these things together. Well, tell me about that journey down the Mississippi River. How did you, uh, how did you get this idea? How did the project come about? The River Project started along about the time of the election of 2008. And the combination of Uh, someone coming into the White House who made me feel that my country was my country again, um, along with the financial meltdown, made me think I should do a one-person WPA project, you know, how they had sent out artists in the 30s to document American culture during the Depression. It sort of felt like we're in a depression now, and I should go out and get a sense of what's going on in my country. And so I thought about what would be the best way to do that. And I thought somehow that traveling down the Mississippi River, which is the spine of the country, would be the right way to go about it. And I knew I wanted to go human-powered slowly enough that I would actually experience the country and not just pass through it the way you do, say, when you're driving cross-country or whatever. And so I got the idea in my head to, to kayak down the river. And that turned into a combination of kayaking and um, biking, because as the river gets bigger and bigger, at a certain point, it's just like not fun. It's taking your life in your hands, you know. And I'm not really an extreme sports person or anything like that, you know. So that's what I did. Eve, tell me just a little bit about what uh, the day-to-day was like on this project. Were you playing the guitar? Were you composing also while you were going down the river? While I was going down the river, I didn't write music, and I didn't really present myself as a composer. I just was going down the river, and that was sort of enough of an introduction for people to talk to me. They didn't need to know that I was also a composer, you know, so it didn't really come up all the time. Um, And I sort of purposely didn't write music as I went, because for me, writing music involves going inward and sort of checking out of where I am at the moment. And because I was in a state where I was trying to take in everything I could, um, it felt sort of contradictory to then be trying to write music at the same time. So I didn't write any music. I, I recorded stuff. So I have, you know, sound samples and all kinds of recordings of stuff. 
from going down the river, but I didn't actually write music until I got to this artist colony. I'd, I'd set it up so that I went to a series of artist colonies after, after going down the river so that I was away from New York City for a whole year, which was sort of part of the point of it for me. And uh, so the first place I was in residence was a place called Montalvo in Northern California. And uh, a few days after I got there, this piece showed up and it's called, I am really a very simple person. And uh, the title comes from something that uh, a woman I met in um, Vicksburg, Mississippi said to me. And uh, I felt at the time, and I think it's quite true, that she wasn't actually telling the truth. And that, in fact, anyone who claims that they're a simple person is probably not telling the truth. And the piece itself is not a very simple piece, even though it pretends to be. Well, let's have a listen. This is Eve Beglarian singing and playing on her own piece, I Am Really a Very Simple Person, and we'll also hear Mary Rowell performing. Oh, 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 oh,
I'm really a very simple person, a piece that uh, is not quite as simple as it sounds like it is. And I love the use of solfege there, um, which we think of as, as uh, the, the, the very early building blocks of learning music. That was Eve Beglarian performing with Mary Rowell on her CD, Songs from the River Project. It's off the first CD. The Songs from the River Project is the subject of my show today, and Eve is my guest. Well, we heard violins, guitar, singing. These are all sounds, I think, that are very naturally associated with the Mississippi River. But let's turn now to a piece that you wrote that, that has a, a very different kind of sound. This is In and Out of the Game. Eve, tell us about the, the sounds of this piece. In and Out of the Game is a piece for four trombones and electronic tape, which is also made out of trombones. And uh, it was written before I went down the river, but it seemed like the right piece to dedicate to an octogenarian named Paul whom I met in Cape Girardeau sometime in October. And I made a, a film for him of birds flying against the sky that goes along with the piece. The title comes from Whitman's Leaves of Grass and talks about being both in and out of the game and watching and wondering at it. And you can see a version of the piece on YouTube with the movie, if you're interested. There, there are a couple of versions online. We will put that YouTube video on our website so our listeners can check that out at relevanttones.com. Let's have a listen now to In and Out of the Game. This is performed by the Trombone Quartet, the Gudonian Hand, with effects processing by Eve Beglarian. Thank you. 
very different sound from the River Project. That was the Guidonian Hand, Trombone Quartet, as filtered through effects processing by Eve Beglarian. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today, my guest is Eve Beglarian, and I'm featuring her Songs from the River Project, inspired by a journey she took down the Mississippi River. For more information about Relevant Tones, find us on Facebook or on our website, relevanttones.com. Well, as we're featuring this music that was inspired by this incredible human-powered journey down the Mississippi River, I think about all these sounds that you heard. Of course, there's the current, there's all these other things. But to me, what's so interesting is how a composer hears the world and, and how these ordinary, everyday sounds become 
magnified and become part of a piece of music, become art, really. And this next piece that I'm going to play, pump music, is uh, based on hand pumps. I just, you know, again, think it's so fascinating that for uh, most people, you would, you would pump your water each night at your campsite and you just kind of move on with, with your day. But in the hands of a composer, the sounds the pump makes, everything about the pump becomes so fascinating, it becomes a piece of music. Eve, tell us about pump music and, and the inspiration for this piece. Uh, in campsites going down the river, there were invariably these hand pumps that you would use to get water at the campsite if they didn't have plumbing or running water. And I recorded several of them on the journey down the river because they had the most amazing sound. There's, of course, the cranking of the pump itself, that hee-ha, sort of, which is cool and wonderful. Um, but each of the pumps, I began to notice, had this incredible sort of afterglow which comes from the physics, I guess, of the diameter of the pipe and how long it is and how far into the earth it goes and what the speed of the backflow of the water is and so on. And it's really this fascinating and beautiful sound because it creates these tones that have the feeling of being overtones. And you think, oh, that must be some part of the overtone series, but it's not. It's, it's based on the physics of the pipe, and it's too complicated for me to understand how that works. So I decided to make a piece about the pumps. And so the most recent piece that I just finished uh, a couple weeks ago is called Pump Music, and it's for four trombones, violin, and location recordings of hand pumps. Let's have a listen. This is the Guidonian Hand, the trombone quartet, alongside these pre-recorded sounds by Eve Baglarian. Thank you. 
We just heard pump music, a piece inspired by a journey down the Mississippi River. Those uh, sounds that we heard were actually hand pumps, uh, whereby Eve Beglarian, the composer who wrote the piece, obtained her water each night in the various campsites. The trombones were played by the Guidonian hand. Well, Eve, I can only imagine the kinds of things that you saw on this journey. It must have been uh, amazing. My my imagination runs wild when I think about it, especially at night, because I know there would have been very beautiful things during the day, but I think there would be spooky things also on this trip. And uh, the next piece, Waiting for Billy Floyd, is inspired by kind of a dark story and uh, definitely a, a bit of a spooky place. What is the story and what was the place? Waiting for Billy Floyd was inspired by a story by Eudora Welty of the same name, which takes place in a town called Rodney, Mississippi, which is a ghost town, and which looks now, in the present, pretty much as it looked when Eudora Welty, uh, as part of the WPA project, documented it um, in photographs, which you can find easily. And uh, it's a very dark and beautiful, disturbing horrible story told in this incredibly beautiful language and uh and waiting for billy floyd my piece is 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 in a way a programmatic response to that story let's have a listen to the music inspired by that ghost town waiting for billy floyd by eve buglarian
Waiting for Billy Floyd by Eve Baclarian, a piece she wrote inspired by a ghost town in Rodney, Mississippi, that she encountered on her trip down the river. Well, as you're taking a trip down the Mississippi River, the sort of obvious goal and endpoint is New Orleans. And uh, Eve, as you're traveling, it's, it's 2009. It's only a few years after the devastating events of Hurricane Katrina. So needless to say, the closer you get to New Orleans, that's going to be very much on people's minds. And the next piece I'm going to play, Brownie Feet, is a, a reaction to those devastating events of Hurricane Katrina. What did you use as your source material for Brownie Feet? It incorporates the press conference that uh, George Bush gave congratulating uh, the head of FEMA on what a great job he was doing. And it starts with a New Orleans standard called Feet Can't Fail Me Now that sort of gets broken up and trashed. And emerging from it is um, a Bach violin sonata. So the piece is in some way talking about a way through Hurricane Katrina. Well, it can be fun to have a little bit of the Dirty Dozen Brass Band playing Feet Don't Fail Me Now. So let's have just a little listen to that, and then we're going to listen to Brownie Feet by composer Eve Boglarian. Thank you. 
heard Brownie Feet by Eve Beglarian from her Songs from the River Project, that specific piece being a reaction to the devastating events surrounding Hurricane Katrina. Another piece you wrote reacting to Hurricane Katrina is called The Flood, and it is also inspired by a poem. We heard a piece earlier in the program that was inspired by poetry. What was the poem for this piece, and what was the inspiration? The text is a poem by Robert Frost, who lived not far from where I have land in Vermont, He lived quite nearby during the 1927 flood, which, like Hurricane Katrina, you know, destroyed vast swaths of of floodplain of of, of the Mississippi River and uh, displaced thousands of people from the South. And he was enraged by the government response to the 1927 flood um, in a way that I imagine is pretty similar to how I felt about Hurricane Katrina. This is The Flood by composer Eve Beglarian. Blood has been harder to dam back than water. Just when we think we have it impounded, safe behind new barrier walls, and let it shift. It breaks away in some new kind of slaughter. We choose to say it is let loose by the devil, but power of blood itself releases blood. It goes by might of being such a flood, held high at so unnatural a level. It will have outlet, brave and not so brave. Weapons of war and implements of peace are but the points in which it finds release. And now it is once more the tidal wave that when it has swept by, leaves summits stained. Oh, blood will out. It cannot be contained. 
Music reacting against the devastating flood that occurred after Hurricane Katrina. And this is something that composer Eve Beglarian would have seen the aftermath of only a few years later on her trip down the Mississippi River. As part of her Songs from the River project, which is what I've been featuring today on Relevant Tones, there are two albums and there are four planned. So she is still still working on this wonderful project. That was The Flood, and the poetry was by Robert Frost, reacting against a flood that had happened decades earlier. If you want to find out more about the Songs from the River Project, we have a YouTube video and links to purchase the music on our website, relevanttones.com. What a fascinating project that yielded some really fantastic music. I want to thank Eve Beglarian so much for being my guest today on Relevant Tones and talking to me about the Songs from the River Project. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders at WFMT. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management, Carol Joins and Abby O'Neill, an anonymous donor, and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm your host, Seth Bosted, and thank you very much for listening.